welcome to Matter of Mindset, a podcast to help you create a happier, healthier mind so you can reduce stress, find calm and live more mindfully. My name's Emily Brunand and I work as a mind and movement coach. I support people with their mental and their physical health. I do this on a one-to-one basis, in groups, online and in person in Manchester. For anyone new here, I share practical advice, guidance, tips on the podcast of how you can shift your mindset, how you can navigate life's challenges and how you can create positive changes to feel better and more aligned with the life that you have, big or small as well. So today we're going to be talking about how to embrace what is now and next. And you might be like, what do you mean by that? But to me, at the moment, if you're listening to this in the spring, you know, if you're listening to this kind of as it's coming out, there's a bit of an energy in the air. There's a bit of a shift because it is springtime. We've we've come into a new season. And to me, this is quite an exciting energy. It's quite a hopeful energy. It's one that's making me feel happy. It's one that's making me feel like I want to kind of bound and leap into this into this next season mainly getting outside seeing people implementing new things perhaps trying new things and just living life to the full if I can and this time of year always feels that way for me and I feel like it's a really important time to ask ourselves important questions so that's what today's podcast is going to help you to do it's going to help you to kind of lean into this energy but it's all going to it's also going to help you to deal with the overwhelm that comes with that energy. So what I mean by that is that obviously like I say there's such kind of enthusiasm for some of us when it's sunnier, the days are longer, lighter, we feel like we're ready to seek joy, try new things, recalibrate maybe, try new habits. And obviously as I'm saying that, I'm like, oh that sounds great, but also it can sound overwhelming. You know, oh, well, what do I need to try? What do I need to do? How can I have fun? How can I fit this joy in to my life? So we're going to take a breath and ease into it. This is what this podcast episode is going to help you to do today. It's going to help you just to think about everything I've just said, both on the one hand of, of embracing this season And on the other hand, maybe just dealing with any little bits of overwhelm that you're feeling right now. And I'll help you to sort of navigate any thoughts you're having about what is now and what is next for you. And just prompt you with some kind of gentle guidance and questions in which you can start to think about. And I think what's important to say as well, again, if you're listening to this Uh, you know, in March 2022, I think it's important we also just recognise that we have lived through the pandemic for the last two years and that's added pressure now to go, 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 to seize life because we lost so much, you know, obviously, you know, there's a perspective and there's there's a spectrum there, but every person's life shifted and now I feel like we're all kind of hungry to live and get out there. But again, as I say, that can sometimes feel overwhelming and can even feel a little bit exhausting. So we're just going to check in and also just note that that is impacting us a little bit too. So it's just worth kind of remembering that. So let's run through those few things that you can do to figure out what's important now and next to you. 
So first off, as I said, I think it's really important we address that if you're feeling overwhelmed, we tune into that first with compassion and kindness to ourselves. And I want to tell you as well, to be honest, I felt overwhelmed, especially at the moment I've come out of uh, training to be a personal trainer. I've really enjoyed that studying. I've really loved kind of that energy I've had doing that and that change in speed of my day, being able to study and not be quote, quote, on as much. But now that's, that's changing for me, that's shifting for me. And I'm kind of like, wow, what is next for me? Obviously, I coach my clients already and I do other work in talks that I do and webinars and all this sort of stuff. But the other side of me is like, oh, okay, a little bit wobbly. What's next? What's next? And I just want to tell you that because sometimes that's not said enough. It's not enough honesty from, you know, coaches, practitioners. So I'm with you on this and this is why this is relevant. So if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed, then... This might sound obvious, but what I'd really advise you to do is just write down everything that's in your head, everything you're thinking about. And this might not be the most pleasant experience, but it will get it out of your head. I did this the other day, just everything I was thinking about, everything I want to do and everything that is just whirling around in my mind. The good stuff, the neutral stuff, the challenging stuff. I got it all down on paper. And then often what you can kind of tend to see there is, well, which one is most important to look at now? So, you know, even if you wanted to do this and re-listen, you could do this. You could write this list I'm talking about and you could look at that list and think, well, actually, what's the most important task or what's the most important thing here to address? And just focus on that one first. And once you've done that, then ask, what's the next most important one to do? And also, what I did when I wrote my list down, I looked and thought, hmm, can I remove anything from this list altogether? Again, this is quite obvious advice, but often when we're so overwhelmed in our minds, we struggle to do this. So what can you remove? Another question to ask yourself is, what can you just delay? Do you have to do all these things now? Do you have to think about all these things now? Can you even jot down on the same piece of paper? Delay to next month or delay for six months or whatever that may be. And are there things on there that aren't your worries or responsibilities? And this may take you longer to spot, but are there things on that list and that brain dump that's overwhelming you? that actually doesn't warrant your attention. Maybe it's a worry or an overwhelming thought of someone else's. Can you kind of try to acknowledge that that is not your responsibility and try to let that go as much as you can? Or maybe just recognize, okay, something needs to be done there, whether it's set boundaries or communicate that you can't show up in the way you are showing up perhaps. And most importantly, on that list, on that brain splurge, which can you get support with? From a trusted friend or from even, you know, an advice podcast or by reading a blog or, you know, what resources are out there that you could try to get support from to kind of soothe what's what's on that list, what's on that piece of paper? 
So if you can, try to write down, you know, how you're feeling and try to just get everything on paper. Try to take it step by step, focusing on what's needed to be addressed now, what's most important, trying to remove anything that's just not important right now or isn't your responsibility and then thinking, where can I get that support from? So maybe try to do this. And if this has even kind of ignited a little bit of overwhelm, then let's just take that breath. And that, even that, tuning into that and come back to it. And I promise that will help you to get everything out of your mind. And once you've had a go at getting this out, you can introduce those relaxation techniques into your day. Nothing too complicated. Perhaps to you that'll be some breath work in the morning or some mindfulness in the evening, perhaps before bed. Recommend the body scan, widely available on many sorts of platforms. And that's a really good one to put you at ease and to bed. So that's the first thing to do, to address the overwhelm of this new season. And, you know, there's not a negative about that. We're just recalibrating. We're just trying to ground you. So even as I say that, try to think about things that ground you. Maybe for you that could be feeling calm and steady, present. And that could be reading for you or getting outside. Just have a think about what makes you feel grounded. Is it music that you love to listen to? Is it speaking to a certain person or, you know, being off your phone for a little while? Just think about what brings you that groundedness, maybe that peace and quiet as well. And try to work that a little bit into your day in the morning or in the evening. And something I say to my clients a lot is just five minutes. Let's not put pressure on ourselves to do, you know, hours of these things. Let's just try to do them for five minutes and take one step at a time. So once you've begun to address your overwhelm, you can start to think about what you'd like to do now and next in your life. And this is obviously going to be personal to you. You know, I've discussed that energy that I feel at the moment, and that might have resonated with you, but there might be other things that you are craving. So as we move into this, season of spring what are you craving just have a little think about that for a second is it more connection with others is it more joy is it more balance whatever that means to you is it carving out times to feel calm is it instilling a new habit that you really want to build into your life to feel healthier in body and mind maybe. So just pause now and think about that and perhaps just come to focus on one, but just for a moment, try and imagine those lovely things in your mind, what you're craving, thinking of those words, those anchors to kind of carve into your world right now. And just land on one. What's the one thing that you are wanting to bring more of into your life? So when you're starting to think about that, 
I hope that you're hopefully smiling a little bit. Yeah, I'd love more of that in my life. You know, we want you to feel good. We want to create that happy, healthier mind. So once you've found that, and you know, you can, there's no pressure, but if you've got something in your mind now, let's trust that. And I want you to start to think about a habit, just one habit that will help you to feel that way. So let's just run through some examples, but I want you to obviously think of, hmm, what's that one thing I could do that's going to help me to feel how I want to feel this season? But to kind of guide you and do a couple of suggestions, maybe you're craving connection, which again is something that a lot of people are craving after the pandemic. We have felt connected online, but there's nothing like the real thing in person. So could you perhaps join a club? Is there something you love to do where you can find like-minded people that are kind of in your in your vibe, they've got the similar interests? Could you join a club where you're going to find those people, seek out that tribe? Another one for connection could be, can you just make sure that you are, you know, voice noting friends that bring you joy? Often this can be a tricky one to stay in contact with people. But let's again just decrease that time we have to connect. Maybe just trying to connect with some good friends once or twice a week through voice notes instead of, oh, I've left it weeks and weeks. Sometimes you fall into that all or nothing headspace. And that's not our fault. Life gets busy. But let's just tune back into that now. For joy, if that's something you're craving, can you make sure that you are scheduling in the things that bring you joy. Something I do and my clients now do from me encouraging them to do so is every Sunday looking ahead to the week that's coming and thinking about what do I want to experience next week? Where is there space for joy? And putting it in the diary. You know, as the weather gets better, I'm going to be scheduling in hikes and walks to see certain people and places that make me feel you know, that sense of joy and awe and life. So try to do that for yourself too. Perhaps you're craving more balance. And if that's the case, maybe for you, it's checking in on the routines that you have at the moment. What's working? What's not? Can you also check in on your boundaries? What are you saying yes to that actually you want to say no to? And I say this a lot, but tune into what you need to say no to and the things that you want to say yes to that will feed your soul. You might be a little bit scared of them, but they feel good. It's a good nervous energy to have. So tune into that. Address the balance as best as you can. And then for calm, if you kind of lent into that word, is it about making sure you have time to restore your energy after seeing certain people or doing a certain job? Can you make time to relax your body and mind? And what will that one thing, like I mentioned, be that helps you to do that? We're all different. We all find calm in different ways. But what's that one thing that's going to help you to do that? And tune into that and make time for those things. So again, we're trying to keep it simple here. We're trying to think about what's that one thing I'm craving Okay, is it joy, connection, balance, calm, you know, health, happiness, whatever it is. 
And what's that one thing I can try to do to bring me that? So important we try not to overwhelm ourselves again and just focus on one thing for now. Another thing that's quite important to address as you move into this next season is to actually just pause and acknowledge what has been because we can learn a lot from what has been and what we've experienced from the past. And when I say past, let's just say the winter time, what's just been basically for us. Because when we're thinking about new habits and routines, sometimes ones we do already have are working well, but other times the ones that we have at the moment that were working well might not be the best ones for this next season. And often people think that habits and routines should stay the same forever, so we become perfect individuals, when I believe that is not the case. I believe it is better to have different rhythms and routines for the seasons, to reflect the things you'll probably do because of the weather, or people who are, you know, especially in this country, we're able to get outside more. So your rhythms and routines are probably gonna change. So it's important to reflect on what's gone well over the winter and kind of think about what did feel good? What was I doing that I'd like to continue? But then also on the flip side, thinking about what am I ready to let go of? What was something that I was doing in the winter that is no longer serving me? Because often with new routines and habits, we need to make space for them. We need to let something go in order to obviously let something in. So what are those things going to be for you? Thinking about that, how we can create that space in your day for this new habit. And if again you're thinking, I'm really not sure where I'm gonna fit these things in I'd like to do, it is hard. So a suggestion I have is can you pair two things together? Is there something you currently do that you like? Let's say it's uh, cycling and, and movement and exercising, you know, obviously listing out three things, but let's go with cycling. And you've been doing a lot of that in the winter, maybe just like in the gym. But now, could you begin to pair that with that connection I was talking about? Can you go for rides with friends outside? Can you join a club that involves cycling, for example? Again, really simple, obvious things but you love cycling, you want to move your body and you're craving connection, link the two together. The same with, you know, a sense of calm. If in winter you've maybe struggled to connect with that, is that because you were not maybe aware of your time online or using your technology? Because often in winter we're on, on our technology and devices even more. So can you think about okay, how can I kind of find calm? Can I get outdoors more rather than going to the device or social media to find that connection? All these little suggestions are things that will reignite thoughts you've already had, but it's helping you to be accountable to yourself. So just having a think about what has been working well, what would I like to continue and what can I let go of? so that I make room for other habits and rhythms to come in that are gonna make me feel good. I also want to say that whatever you've been through, whatever has happened over the last few months, 
acknowledge that you've got through it. There may have been challenges that you've had to face with work, personal life, whatever that is. And I really want you to stop and recognize that you've got through those challenges because sometimes we just rush into the next stage of life without pausing to say, well, well done, you got through that, whatever that that is to you. So acknowledge that, acknowledge if things were hard and be proud of yourself for getting through them. And maybe if you feel ready, just think about what lessons you learned. So I feel like that's very important when we're thinking about what's now and next is actually to just take a little look at what has been. So another really important thing to do when you're thinking about what n- what's now and what's next is what energy you're letting in. So what I mean by this is what are you consuming and how is that impacting your mood? And different things will come up as I say that, your interpretation of consuming. But what people are you spending time with? And I mean this in the sense of offline in the real world and online. What are you letting into your world on a day-to-day basis? And how is that impacting you? Is that making you feel good? So this again is a little bit of, on the online side, that tech well-being that digital well-being and offline it's who are you spending time with do they make you feel good if so great if not maybe it's time to just address that tune in to what drains you and what energizes you and if you have to see people who drain you make time to restore your energy afterwards and take care of yourself and as i mentioned before maybe now it's time to Really seek out those people that you're after. And this can be hard to do, but try your best to think about where are the people that I know are like me, that are like-minded, that I can go to, that I can make time to and soak up their energy. Because that will make you feel more like you. You'll be aligned with people that are like-minded and you'll grow in confidence as well. You might be nervous about trying new things and meeting new people, but If you find people that really resonate with you and they're like-minded, you will feel so much more confident about yourself too. So finally, I want to just help you to think about how you can choose what to focus on first. Because as you've been listening, you might have thought, well, I'd like to do this or I'd like to feel this. And lots of things have come up. You know, you want to implement new habits, new routines, you want to feel certain things. And again, we may be reaching that overwhelm that I talked about at the start. So try to think about what you want to prioritize first. What's important to you now? And just notice what comes up for you. And the best tip I would give to you is to focus on one theme for your month. Because that way, you will get to experience the other things on your list. But have one overarching theme of how you'd like to feel for the next month. So for you, that could be joy. So what do I, what am I going to do to feel joy? So you can, your one thing can be to just feel joy. 
it feels less overwhelming, less pressurizing. It's not a big to-do list. And you can just lean into that day to day. And over time, over that month, you're going to learn what does bring you joy and you're going to learn what doesn't as well. And then maybe the month after that, you'll then be like, right, what is going to bring me more balance in my life? So the theme that month might be balance. And again, you'll tune into what helps you to feel that way and what doesn't. And you're just growing your awareness, but you're also just taking it bit by bit. Having a theme for the month is so important and it helps you to reduce that overwhelm that I mentioned before. So just focus on that one thing for one month and see what arises and enjoy it and see it as just a bit of an experiment or a project and just lean into that one feeling that you're trying to create and connect to. And most importantly with all of this, make time for you and understand or try to start to understand what it is that you need and the only way you're going to do that is by trial and error this is something that I continually do but did for at least a year when I first started getting into all this personal development work and my own sort of awareness growth journey was really tuning into what I needed and what I wanted, but learning from trial and error. So I hope that you can begin to to do the same and be kind to yourself as you think about what you're going to focus on now and next. And if something's resonated with you today and you'd like any extra one-to-one support, then I can help you. I work with people one-to-one online and in person So perhaps you've now thought, oh yeah, I actually am ready to make some positive changes in my life. Perhaps you've thought, I want to have more of a positive mindset. I want to instill new habits, but I'm a bit overwhelmed, like we said, of where to begin. Coaching can really help you with all those things. And having a coach like me by your side will help you to be more compassionate to yourself, learn more about yourself, and just take it step by step. So if you're interested to hear more, then let's just have a free chat. You can email me at matterofmindcoaching at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at Emily Brinnand and there's a challenge to spell that one. Um, So yeah, come over there and just connect with me and let's just have a conversation because I'm really passionate about helping people feel happier and healthier, both in their mind, their body and their life as well. So yeah, do reach out and I would love to hear from you. So before you go, um, this is something I've been saying on the podcast for the last few weeks, but I have designed a 12-week coaching program, which might be something you're interested in. If one-to-one coaching isn't something you're ready for, this is a group program that starts in May on the 17th. And it's going to be a weekly live workshop from me where you'll get my support for 12 whole weeks. And I'm going to teach you how to reduce stress in your life and how to create calm. And you will learn how to actually have more balance in your life, how to have better boundaries and how to be more authentically you. Now, these were three things that I was struggling with about six years ago. And these are things that I have 
not only learned to gain in my life through personal experiences, but through coaching and through mindfulness and through the work and the training I've done. So I've designed a course from that personal experience and my education and training too. So I'd love for you to join if you're interested. The program is called Matter of Mind and it's the first one I'm running, so I'd really love you to join it. If you're interested, then register your interest and the link to that is in the show notes. And then final request from me is if you can hit follow and subscribe, that would be amazing. If you love this podcast too, share it with a friend, share it with a family member and let's help more people feel better in their mind and in their life. So until next time, please take good care and be kind to your mind. 